This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, this is the story of If I Were You, a podcast ran by two Koijus. They're both really funny and give great advice, but only one can win the golden mic. If Amir doesn't win pretty soon, I fear he might kill himself over Zoom. So sit down and listen to If I Were You, and we'll see if Jake can finally lose. You got it? Yes. Yes. A great song. A great tune. I think I, I think I did win one recently. You sort of gave yeah. it to me and snatched it back at the buzzer. I didn't snatch it back. You <laughs> lost it. You fumbled. You fumbled the ball in the end zone. I don't even know if you're For allowed to do that in football. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> um, well, if I yeah. broke the plane, it's it's a goal. Well, it's not a, it's not a one to one football wise. Um, more of a it's more of a like uh you know classic football like the world football um where you scored a goal but then had it overturned by var (laughs) so you gave me the award and then you used a video review system upon reflection during review your celebration was i off sides like what was the ruling you're focused on it being like exactly like the sport the the ruling was that you (laughs) you clearly couldn't you you couldn't handle the you couldn't you could not um (laughs) you couldn't handle the shine of the moment (laughs) <laughs> Quite frankly, and I hate to even say it like that because I know you'll misinterpret it in a way that's negative. But yeah. the stage was too big and the lights were too. The lights bright were for too you. bright for you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I had never seen anybody shrink like that to the mm-hmm. point where they couldn't even have the trophy because they yeah. were smaller than the trophy rise to the occasion it was more like dies um be- during the uh situation Persuasion. i see <laughs> uh well that theme song was from caleb grenier actually we're so low on theme songs i'm searching for ones that i i think we haven't used but we might have used so again mm, it if didn't you, sound familiar yeah it didn't sound familiar to me either but if you are sitting on a theme song or if you know that you submitted one in last last year and you know that mm-hmm. we didn't get to it, let us know. Send it to us again. Yeah. Please do. Please We're in the do. market. It's a yeah. it's a listener's it's a submitter's market right now, so we'll That's probably right. accept your offer. Oh, and people's been submitting us uh debates since we aired that last episode? No, because it just went up yesterday upon recording, so I see. It's a yeah. little okay. uh, a little early. But... It's a little early. All right, cool. Again, well, another still hoping call for out the there. uh the settle this debate podcast. That's our yes. new that's our new career pivot. 
any long-lasting debates in your life that you want us to be the tie-breaking vote for. Mm -hmm. That's right. Has anyone come up in your life recently, debate-wise? Um, ooh, that's a good question. Debate-wise, um, I don't, I'm, I don't think so. Has any come up for you? Um, no, but I am trying to figure out what to bring to uh, my parents' dinner tonight. So if you have any ideas. Oh, actually, a debate did come up um, recently. Um, a friend of mine is going to a wedding, um, a des basically a destination wedding. It's like a driving destination, but um, it's at a hotel that is so expensive that for the weekend, it's $2,400. <laughs> um, and there's not anywhere else to stay. That's where, like, they're part of the wedding party. They have to be on site. Uh, $2,400. And he, he was like, do I have to get a gift because I'm spending so much money to be there? Uh, and what would you say to that? I would say no, because it's kind of outlandish that they're demanding you to go and making you spend 2400 which is definitely more than you would spend on the gift oh yeah absolutely i mean the gift i think and that's why i said you i think he does have to get a gift because this is very annoying but like not getting a gift i think is it's too big of a slight two wrongs don't make a right here <laughs> Um, oh, you're saying you're, they do have to get a gift? Yeah, you have to. I think you do have to get a gift, and you can get a, you can look at the registry and get a less expensive gift. Um, yeah, because I mean, it's, it's, like a, two it's another sticks for twenty four dollars or something. Yeah, I think a wedding gift is usually the wedding gift. I think is supposed to like make up for or even out like what the you know the couple spent on your food and giving you and your drinks and a good night. Which this is, more is like than that, yeah. One hundred percent. You are you are definitely still in the red. Like this, this per. I don't know. So I, you're saying everything that I agree with, but then you're saying that's why you have to get him a gift, and I'm saying it's the polar opposite. This is why you don't get him a gift because I think yeah, the couple has been nasty to you. Yes, but it's one hundred and fifty dollars, which is no. It's not a small chunk of change, but it's only it's on top of this twenty four hundred dollars. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like. Call it twenty six hundred that you're out on the weekend. More and, and more like, probably, and you've done no wrong. You have like you've been slighted, you've been insulted, and you still you still have the social grace to do what you're supposed to do in this situation. The the groom and the bride <laughs> misstepped, but you don't have to. So is it twelve hundred a night? Twelve hundred a night. <laughs> That's absurd. That's crazy expensive. Yeah. That's like I, dude, and the, the fancy hotel is, in the, in Yosemite level prices. Yeah, it's on. It's I, I stayed there with Jill. It's less than that. The Iwani, it's it's less. <laughs> Nine hundred um, is still a lot, and they have to pay yeah, more than that. It's and also like I I was like, well, at least is it like a sick hotel? And they showed it to me, and it's not. <laughs> it's it a Radisson like, in, it's in just, Cherry, New Jersey. It's kind of like that. It's just like a little bit like, I don't know, like Trumpy golfy type vibe. Like, like not, a country club. Yeah, exactly. Not that cool. Not that cool. <laughs> it's not like a 
some solar hotel in Big Sur on the Gulf with everything glass. That's and right. Paid for dinners and anything like that. Exactly. Twelve hundred a night to come to my wedding. It, the pressure is really on for that wedding if it's not that good. Yeah. I went to the most convenient wedding last weekend, which was just in the valley, kind of next to where we shot Lonely and Horny. Wow. I drove there, parked right next to the house, taco was truck that, dinner. It was at Ruby Jade's mansion, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Next door. Ate some food, drove home. Very convenient. Wow. Anytime yeah, you can sleep in your own bed after a wedding. After a wedding, a it's win. really great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my sister's wedding was down the street. It was great. Can't be We that. walked home. <laughs> wow. That's the most convenient. Yeah. Uh, all right. We actually have a wedding question. So why don't we get to that? Oh. All right. Let's do it. Uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice pod on the internet, we should say. Yes, that's true. That's hosted by us. Right. You do have to qualify it. I'm Alistair jeremy and i'm ron jeremy wow (laughs) brother who has fucked on camera for near 60 years (laughs) not bad have you ever seen a ron jeremy porn or do you just like know about him i have seen a ron jeremy porn um but not in like a way that was like oh wow yeah used to watch his porn i feel like it was like I don't know. You I actively feel like seeked came. it out. Right. Yeah, because I think he was a porn star. I mean, he was a porn star for a long time, but I think it was his heyday was before I was watching porn. Yeah. I did see he, him in the Burbank airport one time. That's cool. Um, flying to Vegas with two um, plastic shopping bags. Do you th- <laughs> no cap. <laughs> Empty. One had a goldfish in it. It really was. It was so sad looking. Do you think you'd have been into porn if you had to be like one of the guys that rented it from like behind the velvet rope of a 2020 video and like no. in that kind of porn or like the no. internet allowed you to embrace your inner porn? <laughs> yeah, it was definitely the access. Um, you wouldn't have been like that, a that magazine guy. Shame. You wouldn't have been like a going to like a nickel theater where you sort of crank it in one of those private stalls. I guess I don't, I don't think so. I really don't think so. <laughs> You want to believe. <laughs> I do. I, yeah. I I have, I'm confident in myself. I have a, a high, uh, you know, a sense of self-worth that makes me want to believe I wouldn't have sunk to that level. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, yeah. Jerking up in a movie theater? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Here's a question about a Halloween wedding. Okay. So we know it was submitted recently. Um, yeah. We'll call this lady Elvira, who is that Love Halloween-ish it. actress from the 80s. Right. Elvira writes, longtime listener, first time with a real question. No. My boyfriend's sister is getting married the day before Halloween, and the wedding invite said costumes encouraged. I don't mm. know how seriously people are taking this, but I've asked a few of his family members. Uh, and they're wearing costumes, but I don't think it's actual costumes or I don't know if it's actual costumes or just a nice outfit with a few costume accessories. Either way, I don't want us to be the assholes who full out dress out in costumes or the assholes who show up in just nice outfits. Ugh, what would you do? Thanks. Mm. Love, Elvira. Well, I mean, 
It's really, that is a good question. I feel like right? I actually talked about this with a friend recently um, who was like giving a guy advice on what to wear to like a work Halloween party or something. Right. Um, and I, and we came up with some good costumes specifically for a fancier event. Okay. You have Dracula who's basically yeah. in a tuxedo. Uh-huh. All you need is teeth and a little blood, slick back hair. Um, so you can do that. You can do Clark Kent Superman where you are mostly in a suit, but with like a superhero thing underneath. That's cool. Um, kind of but like this is a lady thing. Yeah, but you know, you can pull that off too. Be Wonder Woman. Same uh-huh. vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Clark Kent Lower Lois Lane if you got a date. Um also exactly the people that you're talking about right now. Um, you know, Frankenstein and Elvira, those they're wearing suits also. Yeah. So it's like a costume that requires one of the people to wear a suit. I think so. Dumb and Dumber? Um, Dumb and Dumber's pretty solid. You could also do just more like Halloween decorations on your fancy clothes. So you wear like fancy clothes, but candy corn earrings. That's Um, good. Cobweb on your wrist. (laughs) Little, uh, little pumpkin, uh, you know, pumpkin earrings, uh, candy corn, uh, cuff, cuff. (laughs) That's tasteful. It's tasteful maybe. Oh man, a cool one would be um, Scarecrow in a tuxedo because you just have hay coming out of the suit, you know? Yeah. What about like you're in a suit and you jump in a puddle of mud and roll around and then you just arrive. So you're still in a nice costume, but you're covered in shit. That's interesting. What's the costume? I don't know. Guy that like got chased during a fucking wedding and it's like a zombie situation and you fell in manure or something. I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> so you should care. i really don't care <laughs> yeah you're half-assing this you're phoning yeah. it in what are you like whatever <laughs> what's going on with you i'm just saying you, like it doesn't matter it's not even this isn't our wedding you didn't even pitch it's, a costume you said a guy <laughs> covered in mud and shit a guy in a fucking suit covered in shit why Who would cares? anyone want it doesn't matter just say that's perfect. It, it doesn't. If it doesn't matter, why pitch that? Why pitch something so? It it's so cumbersome and and inconvenient to be wearing a suit covered in mud and shit at a wedding. And I'm saying, why do you want that? And you're saying it doesn't matter. Say good job and move on. <laughs> All right, fine. Fucking. What'd you say? The scarecrow. Yeah, it wasn't even that good. But sure, you say that one, and I'll say it's fine. What about if you're dressed as fucking Dolly Parton and you're covered in shit? (laughs) Is that part of the equation? (laughs) Dolly Parton is fine. You don't care one way or the other, you know? So, like, don't suggest that they cover themselves in shit if it's, like, not an integral part of the costume to you. Don't be flippant. Bride of Frankenstein. So you show up in the fucking white dress, which is like considered a no-no since it's a costume. That's a faux pas. And And as a nice little twist, you do Mm -hmm. shit your pants. I see. That's cool. Because that way if the bride is jealous, you know, if the bride is like, why did you wear a wedding dress? Like, you shouldn't be jealous of me. I shit in this dress. Yeah. (laughs) I shit in your dress too, actually. (gasps) How did you do that, you fucking magician? Um, 
Cool. So yeah, that's, I think, good advice from both of us. Also, the American Psycho suit, where it's like suit, but you're over oh, yeah. it is that um, clear raincoat thing. 80s suit. I feel like I, if it were me and I, I knew the, like, the couple getting married well enough, I would reach out and be like, what level of, like, do you guys want, like, people to try hard for these costumes? Because if it's, like, costumes encouraged, then, you know, there there might be some people that are not really doing any costumes, and then you show up in, like, a really good costume, you'll stick yeah. out. Yeah. Um, but if if the couple is like, no, yeah, let's, like, everyone should, you know, there's going to be a costume part. <laughs> it's a... It, it's a contest, costume contest, then right. then you want to do it. If anyone's everyone's like wearing suits, like you said, and has like candy corn cufflinks, and then you show up like the fucking Frankenstein. Cowardly yeah, you're lion. Painted, <laughs> yeah, you're painted green. You're <laughs> <laughs> oh, to see the wizard. Uh sorry, you have to take your seat. At the very least, don't interrupt the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a rain, like knocking shit over. Not My brain no character. Stuffing. <laughs> is that the latest Jake and Amir costume thing where you're the scarecrow and you sing a really sad song? Or is that yeah. an earlier one? That's I'm sad little, that that's... I don't have a brain. No, I think that was, we shot it in the New York office. Yeah, it was that's, a newer it's one. the newest. Oh, wow, we're coming up on Halloween. You have to get out here so we can make another one. <laughs> Costumes part nine. Costumes Actually, I'll be part in LA. Five. I will be in LA next week. If you want to try to shoot that, we got to just fucking batch order some costumes today. Yeah. I can already smell the cheap styrofoam costumes that we always get and how hot and uncomfortable they are to wear. I think it's time. Opa does still lead a sad style life, so maybe it is still current. Uh, Okay, let's take a break. Thanks some spons. Come back. Answer more quests after these. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm-hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm-hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. 
Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? I don't. Oh, yeah. I forgot our hand sign. If everybody's watching at home, we have. Yeah, we're on Zoom. We've got the hand sign. What do we call this one? Uh, Triforce. <laughs> Triforce. The weird three-eared. <laughs> I have three-eared. a weird three-ear. <laughs> it is, it's so bizarre. I don't know how you can do that. I really can only do it with one hand. Like I can't do it with this hand. This is yeah. That's what I, that's what mine looks like. I have um, some sort of tear in my right hand. I think I'm double jointed in my right hand. Like I can do I'm some. I'm getting a little better with this one. You know, I can like bend my finger back a lot, like this. Yeah, that's insane. That's a lot. That is a lot. Lot. I wonder what j- double jointed actually means. Like what's going on anatomically speaking? Yeah. I think it's it's deeply unhealthy. It's you're you're malnourished. You're not supposed to be that bendy. It's the beginning of an osteoporosis journey. Mhm. Yeah. Uh I don't have any unsolicited, but I think you do. Yeah, it's kind of niche, but somewhat universal if you uh ever leased a car before the pandemic, you'll enter this problem uh the pandemic is still raging i guess it's twice as hard every car is more expensive there's no supply anymore so mm-hmm. back pre-pandemic times you want to lease a car you just go to a lot you test drive they got all these options you want it in black you want it in blue you want this big one small one test it out let's yeah. negotiate a rate you can mm-hmm. give you something a little bit better Fast forward to three years later, your lease is over. You're like, give me a new car. And they're like, we don't have any cars. The car you want is twice as expensive. And you'd have to like pick it up in Palm Springs two hours away. Mm-hmm. And I keep kept hearing it. And, you know, my time was finally up. I had to return my car. And I didn't want to spend $600 a month instead of $300 a month on this right. pretty much the same exact car. So somebody recommended I use a car broker, which I didn't really know that sounds like like travel agent i'm like that's something old people use i don't really have mm-hmm. to do that i can figure it out myself i use the internet but with car situations you do have to like go in and actually talk to the dealership and there's nothing worse than talking at the dealership with someone who knows a lot about cars and that's their job that's right. and like i just do this once every three years i don't know if you're taking advantage of me or whatever uh so somebody recommended to me a car broker which is like a guy that like is a professional basically lease slash used car buyer that can help you navigate and save you money so you don't have to deal with a car dealership so he was able to like negotiate rates for me shop around do all this stuff and what does he what does he what's what does he earn that's what i asked i'm like what's your rake because like if you're just doing all this price comparison slash shopping for me what's your what's your big uh bud I guess he gets paid uh, as uh, part of your new low uh, monthly rate. So, like, I still save money because I 
you know, instead of paying $600 a month, I'm paying $300 a month. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it should have been like 270, but 30 of the dollars goes to him. So he gets paid basically in the savings that he gives me. I see. And do you pay him what over time or all out at once? It's all, the, it's the all baked into it. this new like car loan that I got basically. Like I'm, I see. So instead the, of leasing, so I'm Mazda's. Yeah. No, uh, no, it's like the, uh, the bank that he uses to finance this car loan, he gets paid from them or something. Wait, so you, did you buy your car or you're leasing a car? Uh, instead of leasing a new car, I'm basically just continuing to pay for the car that I have because if you're mm. like me, you probably didn't drive this car all that much and your car is worth a lot more than a normal three-year-old car. I see. How many miles did you put on that thing? Uh, so I was allowed 10,000 miles a year for three years, but instead of 30,000 miles, I had driven it 9,000 miles. Holy shit. Yeah. I had so the my exact car was same thing. Borderline new. And they're like, you should, because the price of the car is baked into what it was in 2019. So I'm like, you, you can be paying for what they think the car is worth, but yours is actually worth a lot more. Right. Mine, it's a very I had specific same... problem, but everyone seems to be going through it right around now. Because if you ever leased a car, I come from a leasing family. A lot of people just buy used. But mm -hmm. if you if you have a leasing um, system in your family, in your life, in your finances, then I guess try to find a car broker. I don't want to like shout out this specific guy just to keep it universal. But yeah, car brokers are really helpful. Interesting. I remember, I think Jill used a lease broker like somebody that found her the best lease price when she moved to LA. I never leased a car. I leased a car in 2019, December, 2019, just before the pandemic. That's right. And I also had 10,000 uh, a year for three years and I've driven it 32,000 miles. Wow. You went above. I went over. Yeah. Cause of Connecticut to New York trips. Yeah. Can I, we drove, we drove a lot. Um, <laughs> Man, but I also, I was able to just, my lease is coming up as well, and uh, they just had another car for me. That specific car or like the 2022 version of the 2019 version? Uh, the 2023 RAV4. And so is not that what you had Not before? the specific car. I, had a, I have a 4Runner now, but so I'm a Toyota downgrading car, but not to a hybrid specific. or upgrading uh, to a hybrid, depending on who you ask. <laughs> right. So the car is cheaper, but since it's three years later, it's actually the same price. Maybe. I have no idea. Yeah. I, this whole thing uh, made me text the guy and find out what the price was going to be. They're very nonchalant. Yeah. And at the dealership, you know, they're all, their goal is to make as much money as possible. So like using this broker guy, you don't have to deal with the dealership at all, which is kind of nice. Yeah, that is nice. Uh, so yeah, that's my very specific unsolicited advice. So you love but, the Mazda. I, I, I don't love cars. So like, as long as I'm comfortable in a car, I don't really care about like upgrading, changing, constantly yeah. shifting. I'm like, this car is fine. Let me just keep paying for it. And then in like, yeah, cause you, you only drive to work and around the neighborhood. You're not going on right or to trips. my parents' house, but it's like 10 miles away. Yeah. 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 I'm not taking like cross California trips. Right. Um, all right. Let's see if we have any more questions about car financing. Ideally. Oh, no. It's actually more interesting questions than that. Uh, okay. Another question from another lady. Ooh, okay. Uh, this one's about baby names. Good. 
So we'll call her, actually, Loretta Lynn just died. That's a great name. She was a country yeah. singer. Loretta Lynn. I, 90 years old. Uh, so Loretta writes, hope you're doing well. I have a problem that is extremely minuscule. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of my lifelong friends recently had a baby, and my friend met her husband while studying abroad in Israel. And they have since moved back to the same city I lived in, which is great because I get to see them all the time and be a part of the baby's life. The only problem is I hate the baby's name. Mm. My, my friend is fully American, but her husband is Israeli. They picked a name that is super cute and relatively common with English pronunciation, but they insist that her name be pronounced the Hebrew way, which sounds Whoa. very unnatural when I say it. Uh, it would be like if the baby's name was ha- uh, Hannah, but they uh, demanded I that pr- I pronounce it Hannah. I'm not trying to be super racist. After all, I'm also Jewish, but it annoys me that my friend who grew up with zero Hebrew whatsoever all of a sudden has a baby with an ultra Hebrew name. I think the part that's getting under my skin is that they will correct me every time I accidentally use the English pronunciation. Ugh, I feel like a bad friend (laughs) or person. I realize I get the turdy for this, but how do I get over this and get used to saying my friend's baby's name the way they want? Wow. You're right. It is minuscule. <laughs> How often is she going to actually say the baby's name is the real yeah. thing? Like, you can I, even it, say baby. Look at that right. sweet baby. Oh, my God. I want to eat this baby. You don't have to yeah. say Hannah or Hannah or whatever the baby's right. name is. I think, yeah, you can. I feel like you could give the baby a nickname. They're correcting you for mispronouncing the name, not for calling the baby anything else. So you say, hi, baby, hi, buddy, hi, whatever. Give the baby a cute little baby nickname that you call it. Game over. They're not going to be like, hey, use her name. And if they yeah. do, then you also have to do that. Because <laughs> they have It the is baby. not your call. Yeah. You, it, worst case scenario, you just have to practice saying this name a bunch. And I bet you'll get used to it. Here's an interesting thing. So I thought it was... She actually provided the name of the baby in the email. Okay. And I thought it was going to be one of those words with like uh, a, a letter that doesn't exist in English. Like uh, mm-hmm. kind of like Amir is actually Amir. Like you're not supposed to say the R that way. Yeah. Or the Kh, where it's like that's annoying to say. Hanukkah, hummus, like that. You don't want to be that kind uh-huh. of guy. Yeah. But she says it's okay if you want to say the baby's name on the pod. And it's actually not that different <laughs> way to pronounce it. So, the baby's name is E D E N. Eden. So, <laughs> in English, it's Eden, of course, but they want me to say Eden. Eden. That's so fine. Eden. Eden. Yeah. Eden. 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 Which are, you know, letters we have. Eden is just, it's, it's like Eden. saying Ed, like Edward. And then the letter N. Yeah. It's totally. You're, but you're like, look Eden. at this Eden. It's nice. Oh, it's so sweet Eden. That's actually oh, Eden. Eden. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, so, it's I mean, kind that's... of setting up the baby to correct a lot. Like, that's the one thing I don't like about names like that, where it's like, for the rest of this baby's life, she's going to have to say, actually, it's Eden. That's ah, actually Eden. It's like, oh. Yeah. At a certain point, the baby's just going to give up and be like, it's Eden. That's fine. Right. doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I think that, if your friends are telling you to pronounce their child's name correctly, you kind of, and, and you're, it's to be fair, she is asking, how do I get over this? Not 
uh, are they wrong? Because she knows they're right. That's um, right. She already just feels get, bad. I mean, how often do you say right now? Use your Eden is a more familiar word for you than Eden, but how often do you say Eden? You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just not the Garden often. of Eden, right? That doesn't come up very often. So just keep no. on saying Eden, and eventually that's going to be more normal than Eden. And it's not that hard to say. And it doesn't Eden. sound that bad. It's cute. It's pretty. Eden, yeah. There's some there's some Hebrew names that are unfortunate, like translations. Like there's a Hebrew name for a girl, uh, Moran, which is M-R-O-M-O-R-O-N. You know, Moran. Right. That's unfortunate. Yep. You don't want to be not... a Moran. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moran. That's, that is really good. We've had some cousins, Moran, where it's like, I hope you don't move to America. It's not going to be an easy transition. Yeah. But oh, Eden. Morons. Yeah. Eden, yeah. Eden is nice. Eden is actually very nice. It reminds me, you know that street in Los Angeles, Rowena? Yeah. I started calling it Rowena at some point, uh, and it uh-huh. made me like it a lot better because that. That soft E is really, it's really nice. Rowena. Rowena. Yeah. Eden. Eden. Uh, all right. You'll get over it. Loretta. And if you, and if they're cool with a nickname, that also works. But I feel like for them to be cool with the nickname, you have to at least reliably pronounce the baby's name correctly for a little while. And eventually. Call her. Yeah. Call her little E. And then they'll say, oh. actually, it's little E. <laughs> e. <laughs> <laughs> like you're clearing your throat. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to be okay. If you practice saying it a bunch, you won't feel dumb saying it. Uh, okay. Let's take another break. Thanks some sponsors. Okay. Come back with more questions and answers after these. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. um no they do have a lot more than that it's uh it's a it's they have 24 7 award-winning customer support they have very simple drag and drop technology you can code you can design Mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works you can sell you can launch and sell product from squarespace that's right you can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say "damn the man" with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a. It's an anti-movement. Really, oh, it's that's a non-movement that's movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a fitness nah thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, 
Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we're back. Wow, this must be a ladies' choice episode because it's three ladies uh, asking three questions. And the third one is having a crisis of faith a little bit. Whoa. All right. Save the best for last. Let's call her Mary. Mother Mary, come to me. Who's, I guess, Jesus's wife or main chick or a side piece or something. I think mom, but I'm honestly not sure. She's actually God's side piece. (laughs) God had a wife and then cheated on her with Mary. And that's on God. (laughs) That's not to put on God on blast, but I really think he cheated on his wife with Mary. And they made Jesus together. But let's see what problem Mary had. I'm a 32-year-old woman from Montreal, Quebec. I grew up in a super Christian family, and I've been pretty religious myself. But as I'm getting older, and after a few years away from the church and Christian community, I don't think I believe in God anymore. Should I tell Mm. my parents, or should I just let them think it's a bad phase? I know they pray for me, and uh, they hope I'll come back closer to God. Also, I love you guys so much. I've been following you for five years. Your podcast is helping me get through a rough breakup, probably between her and God. Uh, When I need a laugh, uh, I just put you on and feel better. So thank you. Love it. Thank you. Appreciate uh, that. Thanks for everything, love, Mary. All right. Mm. I'm a big fan of not disappointing your parents. Just like, how often do you see them, and does it matter that much if they think you believe in God or not? Right. It only comes up if they're like, now it's time for us to go around and do this God thing. And then it's like, okay, now they push the envelope. Now let's go to church and pray for three hours about God. Mm. If you have a kid, I hope you're going to do this God thing. You have to do it, right? Cause, and then yeah. it's like, actually, fine. It snowballed to this point. I just wanted to let you know that I don't believe in God and haven't for the last nine years. Yeah. I've been, so there's that I've been on both ends of it where it's like a small lie snowballs into a bigger reveal later on where it's like right. it's almost better to do the micro disappointments along the way Mm -hmm. although this seems like a major disappointment (laughs) yeah yeah is it the same it's like if you you're a non-god believer if your kid at age 32 is like i believe in god would you be as disappointed as these parents who are like hearing for the first time that their child doesn't believe in god i think i mean there's it would depend on so many factors but on (laughs) taking that at face i would be disappointed <laughs> you'd be like, like what are you it, talking about yeah but there are pl- like stephen colbert is somebody who like deeply believes in god right and, like i they feel always like get around in it by being like yeah i believe in a strong connection and that's my god it's like well then you don't believe right. in god really you're just saying you believe in like something important i guess i also believe in the power of positive thinking slash yeah, yeah. exactly 
like yeah i believe in things like that but i, I mean there are people that are just like no i yeah like so you believe in uh making connections and, and that's your religion i believe uh that there is a guy in the sky and i will go to heaven <laughs> and live forever and be happily ever after etc et yeah cetera. there's a lot and of I'm loopholes like, in this believing in god thing yeah so i think it, it depends on how much if my kid was like i believe in god I'm like that's i theoretically would be like that's good for you uh don't try to push it on people. <laughs> I have no son. That's weird. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it depends how much time you spend with your parents and how overbearing they are about it, I think. I think, not, I think not believing in God to somebody who does believe in God or parents that do is more disappointing because it's like s- such a part of their life slash like, I don't know, brain that they raise you and they um, they could almost consider themselves failures to be like i how did i raise this child to mm-hmm. question god even though really and people it's a, also it's a sign that you raised them correctly that they were able to critically think past your specific viewpoint right that's true but they also there's like the added thing of like parents who believe in god and believe in heaven and who have a kid that loses faith they're actually like well they're condemned to eternal damnation they're going to feel the fire of hell for eternity yeah and i'm pretty concerned about that <laughs> i'm because scared that's, that you'll go to hell though yeah that's and that's a you know for somebody that believes that's a <laughs> really hell. sad and scary belief that like this person that i love is i'm going to go to heaven and they're going to go to hell we won't get to be together <laughs> in the afterlife so it's very least you yeah should... that's pretty intense to think like i yeah. i have no real proof but like that's what i've been taught that you're just gonna i think go to hell yeah. you're gonna fucking and go to hell it's and it's kind of a hard uh circle to square or whatever that phrase is but like mm-hmm. if heaven is if heaven is like everything is perfect then your kid actually would be there right but they'll go to hell <laughs> so how is heaven good if that's not i don't know thankfully it's not real and then you don't have to actually worry <laughs> once you get there but you're gonna feel so stupid if you go to hell you're gonna feel so dumb <laughs> Yeah, I Especially feel like you could spend a thousand years there. You should have been like, if only for the fucking 70 I was alive, I believed I wouldn't be in this fucking dark carnation slash damnation. You know, by the way, at the very least, you could say you could just agree with them that it's a phase. Like, yeah, I think maybe I am going through a phase, but I like question my faith and I don't feel like I believe right now. Maybe my journey will lead me back to believing. Maybe they can tell you if, about their doubts or something, but you could rather than being like no i'll never believe it's you could just be like yeah i don't believe in god right now lost my faith and maybe maybe we'll see what happens as i get older but by all means continue to pray for me cuz that's that's something that would make you feel better i don't <laughs> or, care but you can you do could, it you could do like the vague loophole where it's like i do believe in a higher power like that's honestly cool. my is it god is music. it jesus is it <laughs> i was gonna say your it's love my love what? of Jesus. poetry you know? <laughs> poetry is pretty good but not as good as jesus <laughs> i think jesus yeah. saved you i don't know jesus you're, wrote poetry you're saying it really specifically mom i'm just saying that i believe in like this cosmic connection we all have no you yeah. really have to believe that this guy was the son of god mm-hmm. and if he's gonna save you from going to hell like the more specific it <laughs> yeah. gets, the harder it is to wrap your head around. 
It's really true. So I there's I mean the three options are lie, say that you um, believe but you're busy doing other stuff. <laughs> uh, the micro disappointments say that like oh yeah no no I believe I just don't feel like compelled to go to church right now. I'm not there. And then you know you keep on going really slowly down that off ramp. Or lastly, you blow it all up and you say, I don't believe. But to me, it's like the the like the like constant fight would be a real drain. I don't know. It's tough. It is tough. Yeah, because it's, it's parents plus religion. Those are the big two. I wonder if yeah. anybody has like an easier question. Oh, here's one about uh, the best bagels to get in New York. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that one has an actual answer. Uh, simple question for you. I'm flying to New York in November. Where should I get the best bagel? Are you a bagel really, guy? Uh, not really. I, I I'm just a big fan of like. I mean, there are there's um Frankel's in our neighborhood is really good. Yeah. Um, I honestly oh, think man. bagels are too big. If yeah. permission to speak freely, it's. Uh, by the end of the bagel, you feel like you've had, I think there is like some correlation, like eight slices right. of bread where it's like, I yeah. didn't need to eat. Like I can have half of a bagel and feel fine. I don't need to eat it a does full depend. bagel. There's also a place called Black Star Diner that, that does like a very, it's a smaller, more manageable bagel. And so yeah. does uh, Frankel's. But yeah, like a lot of the big Brooklyn places are just like huge, Bombs. huge bagel, ton of cream cheese. Yeah. I'm a big fan of just like the classic bodega breakfast sandwich. I think that's the best thing you can get in New York. A roll. Egg and cheese on a croissant from the bodega. It's incredible. What's that Lower East Side place that I went to? It's like a Jewish deli bagel outpost. Outpost. Oh. Like they just opened a new, uh, is it Russ and Daughters? That is one. There's like another one uptown and then they opened a, I forget what it was is called. It, they opened one in the Lower East seed? Side. I'm looking online right now. Gosh, I wish I could provide you. But I went there and they had good food beyond just um, mm -hmm. bagels. Let me see. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a specific bagel. That if, oh, it, there, it's, it must be Russ and Daughters. The Russ, there's a newer, a newer one that they opened? It, I mean, there is one on East Houston. Yeah, it's not that. It's like even souther than that. Oh, it's like a, a blue and white. Oh, line. black. Is it not? It's black seed bagels. Is it? That doesn't sound. That's the one I either. was thinking of. Oh, Russ and Daughters Cafe. That's what it is. So Russ and Daughters so one, is a place on Houston, and then there's a Jewish comfort food that has bagels, uh, a cafe in uh, like on Delancey in the Lower East Side. That's my recommendation. Gotcha. But yeah, like um, I'd rather go to like a deli, like Katz's Deli, than a just a specific bagel shop. And I'd rather, I think that the move is to tell your parents that you don't believe in God, but that's just who you are, and you're okay with them believing in God. Because if you you're talking about the bagel about guy, like, yeah, I'm talking about the bagel thing again. <laughs> but if you make it about like you should believe, you should believe, I don't, you like, you just have to be like, that's not me. I respect what you guys feel like but that's not me i think that's, that's not good enough. that's all you yeah that's all you can do what percentage of americans do you believe in god wow i i guess or do you think believe in god uh 65 percent oh you think it's the majority i do think it's the majority uh this random article i just googled uh says it's 81 percent 
wow is that what is that what you would have thought or you would have thought less i would have thought less i thought i read something that like now atheists are the majority in america but i guess not interesting uh yeah the majority well, according americans. to that random article exactly uh fakegodfacts.com says 81 <laughs> percent. wow that's a lot incredible so we're in the minority there i guess so uh okay enjoy your bagels if you want them or god if you want i'm not mm-hmm. here to tell you how to live your life i just that's prefer just matzo ball soup i guess to god <laughs> yeah uh, all right. If you have your own questions, your own debates that you want us to settle, or theme songs, send them all down to if I were you show at gmail.com. That's right. Um, and we are still making videos on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash JA. Ja, there might be a new Jake and Amir video if I can convince Amir to order a bunch of Halloween costumes for next week. That's right. The hard part is ordering and returning them. But once you do that, the script writes it writes itself exactly uh and we will be back of course next week every week for the rest of our lives right on thank you for listening thank you for watching and one more time what was that guy's name that classic classic song that we didn't remember if they Mm -hmm. had just written it or not caleb maybe Caleb sounds Grenier. Great. That sounds right, Grenier. That's Caleb it. Caleb Grenier. Well, this is the story of If I Were You, a podcast ran by two Koi Jews. They're both really funny and give great advice, but only one can win the golden mic. If Amir doesn't win pretty soon, I fear he might kill himself over Zoom. So sit down and listen to If I Were You, and we'll see if Jake can finally lose. That was a HeadGum Original.